Welcome to the Brain Gain Youngstown Leadership Series podcast. Each week, we'll learn from leaders who are driving change and making an impact. Now, here's your host, the CEO of the Youngstown Publishing Company, Jeff Leo Herman. Today, I had the chance to sit with one of the sharpest entrepreneurs I've ever met, and you won't believe how old he is. So I am thrilled to introduce you to Mason Green, the founder of Relaced. He's currently not only building and expanding his business, but he's also taking a full load of classes at Youngstown State University. He's a very impressive entrepreneur, and I know you will enjoy this conversation. So please, let's welcome Mason Green. We are with Mason Green today. How's it going? Hey, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. I have to ask, just first, before we even say tell us about yourself, you spell your name very uniquely, right? M-A-E-S-O-N. Yes, Jeff. Actually, I'm named after um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, and her name was May, and it was spelled M-A-E. So my mom said if she had a girl, she would name her Megan, and if she had a guy, she would name him Mason. And here I am, Mason, M-A-E-S-O-N. Nice. Very good. (laughs) Unique. And tell us where we're sitting here. Here we are at your store, right? Yes, we're live inside the Relay Store, 3622 Belmont Avenue, Suite Number 3 in Youngstown, Ohio. Nice. Work in progress, but it looks phenomenal in here. Yes, so we're actually three months into uh, renovations and construction. I actually came into a complete vanilla shell and just been building this place day by day. Looks good. Thank you so much. What are your plans? So so just give us the high-level view of the business. Yeah, so uh, MBG Restoring LLC started in 2015. I was in eighth grade, and I was just, you eighth know. Eighth grade. Yes, eighth grade. I was, you know, just at the lunch table wanting to restore kicks, you know, for my guys on the football team so I could have some money for extras. I love to eat. Uh-huh. So, you know, I would go make those couple bucks, and I'd take them, you know, to the lunch line, and I'd get some more extras. And then I realized... I could really start making some, you know, some money through this. You know, everybody around me said my shoes looked clean. I even made my own shoe cleaner. And, uh, you know, God bless my mom who's in heaven right now. She was yelling, Mason, get out my kitchen. Stop trying to, you know, find stuff to make this better. But, you know, I, I made a solid solution. And, you know, from there through the years, um, you know, I started reselling shoes in 2017 because I wanted to make even more money. So restoring and reselling. And now we're here. Um, you know, doing all types of restorations from, you know, boot, shoe, hat, and designer bag, as well as offering watch link removal. And then in this store, we're going to be reselling the streetwear and vintage clothing, as well as your low-end and your high-end sneakers. Wow. Yeah. Is our sneakers a core business? Yes, absolutely. Because I started with sneakers. I love, you know, sneakers. But what I found in 2020, uh, when I changed you know the name from mbg restoring to kind of relace the store whenever i knew that i just proclaimed that the store was going to come this year i said i have to change the name to relace because it's going to be used for something and here we are in the relay store some of the biggest businesses were found during times of crisis yeah right true entrepreneurship Man. Is doing things in spite of the macroeconomic environment around you. Exactly. Right? And you just got out of YSU, is that correct? Yes. Uh, I just got out of class, actually. I'm a oh. sophomore um, at Youngstown State University. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not even done yet. No. You're I, a sophomore. I, yeah, I just got out of class, oh, not the university. <laughs> All right. Well, I know. Geez, we really appreciate your time today because oh. you've been with Jeremy already and yes. Steve and doing uh-huh. lots of videos. Yes, so. very, very busy, just how all my days are. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep this brisk and efficient. How about that? Sounds good, Jeff. I know Jeff. you're busy. You're building an empire here, so we want to respect trying. that and keep going. <laughs> well, let's talk about leadership, right? Yes. So 
you got started with entrepreneurship at a very early age, and like you said, for extras. So what inspired you? Like when, I, I, the question I often ask is, what did you want to do when you, when you, you know, as a child? What did you want to be when you grow up? But uh, you're, you're still right there. I mean, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still right there. You're living it right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't, you know, even being younger, I couldn't tell you what I wanted to like do. I just knew that I wanted to work very hard in whatever I did. Um, I knew core values early. Um, I had to mature very early. My mom um, was a two-time cancer survivor. So I was in, you know, the hospitals, you know, every day after school, every day after football practice. The amount of times I've had doctors tell me that your mom wouldn't make it past a certain amount of time. It's just, it's been endless. So like, you know, seeing my mom beat that and continue to take care of business. Um, the week before my mom passed away and she went to the hospital last time, she took care of business. Like, you know, she made it so transparent for everyone when it was our time to actually go through those belongings and see what processes we need to take. It was all labeled, you know, right there for us. So that's how I knew no matter what you're going through, you got to take care of business and you got to uh, make sure that you put yourself and your family in the best position to win. So, you know, regardless if I, you know, stop doing this and I start fighting fires or I start flipping burgers or whatever the case may be, I won't stop until I put myself and my family in the best position to win. Right, right. So that's the main goal. Do you mind if I ask how long ago she passed? Uh, She passed April 2nd of this year. So um, very, very, very recent. Um, I know that they put out publicly... um, that I won the Bergen Entrepreneurship Prize. Right. And a part of that, um, when I was working on that project, I was going through, that was the same week that my mom had passed. Um, I didn't say it to anyone. I didn't really, you know, because I deal with things a certain way and different way. So I just kind of, I took care of business. That's what I did. I took care of school. I took care of what she needed to get done for the arrangements with my father. And I took care of my business. I never stopped. And from there, I sent in my, you know, my information for that, um, you know, submission. And I ended up winning, thank God. But, you know, through all that, I was going through, you know, the heartbreak of losing the most important person in my life. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that that's given you further motivation or further incentive to just, you know, life is short. You got to do what you love. Oh, absolutely. Because if my mom was here right now, I would probably be at the Mog Library studying. Uh (laughs) I'm I'm just going to be honest. She would be FaceTiming me. She said, Mason, you need to focus on school. You need to get school done. She said, don't turn into the money man and forget that you need a brain. That's what she said. But, um, you know, and we've had these conversations that, you know, like my business may take off and I may be in a position to where, you know, I need to focus on this and that. And I know she's up there and she's so proud of me. And she would be in the store today making sure stuff was in order. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But she's the one that, you know, made me kind of just say, you know, my mom passed away. Um, You know, I'm here. We're in pandemic mode. Let's just go. Let's just do it. Right. You know, I, I, I put in my money to where I need to put it. And, and you know, and now I'm here. It's an everyday journey. Right. You know, um, you know, there's not one day where I feel safe and secure because at any time, you know, anything could happen. We both know that. Jeff. Anytime. You know anything, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, bias for action. I mean, that's truly one of the criteria you need for entrepreneurship. Right? Absolutely. Is just get moving. Yeah. And get going, you know. Is there anything, is there someone you look to for inspiration or guidance or do you have a mentor? Yeah, um, I, I got a couple of people that come to mind. Um, you know, my father, for one, he's the one that taught me how to be a man, taught me how to treat a woman. Um, you know, those key attributes, you know, my minister over at Third Christian Church, Pastor Bob, um, you know, um, on the celebrity side, uh, DJ Khaled, that's the guy I look up to. 
for everything. Right. And if you're around me enough, you might hear me reciprocate some of his catchphrases or, you know, the way. But I've read every book, listened to every interview, and I just find me and him very similar in the way that we think. So, you know, I feel like he's really an inspiration. On top of, you know, saying my prayers, um, Christina Volsage, another good inspiration. There's so there's so many people that have, you know, helped me and, and talked to me and guided me into, you know, kind of what I am, you know, today. Do you have a, a, a philosophy or just a set of guiding principles? You mentioned core values. Are your core values scripted out, like written down somewhere, or? Um, well, they're, the only way they're script, the only place that they're scripted out is, you know, in my room. I wake up every morning and I say, you know, God woke you up, it's time to grind. Um, you know, <laughs> this is Youngstown, this is Grit University. Right. You know what I mean? So out here, you know, I went to high school in Austintown, so I was more over there. But when I started going to university, I was able to be around Youngstown. I was able to see these WRTA drivers wake up early in the morning. I was able to see the people walking in and out of VXI trying to make a living for their family and stuff like that. I was able to see that stuff. So it, it, it just came to this. If you want to be at this point, you got to wake up and you got to work at it. You know what I mean? Plain and simple. If you want to be somewhere, you have to wake up and you have to just go get to it because it's out there. People are making, you know, change and they're making stuff out of nothing, including me myself. You just have to wake up and go get it and continue to believe in the vision. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And what signals have you gotten along the way? So you, it sounded like you started at the lunch table, right. which then led to here we are in your own retail storefront, right? right. In your own. So what made you take that leap to, to going the full retail route? Because you could have you could have just had basically a what a warehouse and in, exactly. incoming yeah, I restoration yeah, and outgoing. I could have stayed, you know, in my parents' basement. That's where I was restoring kicks. My dad wasn't ready to kick me out just yeah. yet. <laughs> right. um, but the, you know, the overflow was pulling. Um, just a couple of things. Like I knew in 2020 that two things. One, my network will determine my net worth. So how many people I talk to, how many hands I shake, or now fist pound due to COVID will determine how much money I have at the end of the year. And two, if you wanna go do something, you have to do it, now's the time. And those were the two attributes that just kind of made me do it. We could have continued to be on online. To myself, you know, to me, I feel like I got the best group of young people working on the digital team, like Nate and, and, and Coop and Zepp and Maddie and, and Dave and all these guys that are working like digitally to make sure that we're alive. Mm -hmm. That's good. We could have kept doing that. But it was more of a centralization thing for me. We deal with, you know, the low ends, but we deal with a high end too. You know, we're sitting right next to Prada purses, Burberry's, right. you know, we got, we got some stuff of value here. Um, you know, for instance, these guys don't, and, and women don't want to meet me, you know, at the Walgreens or at the Walmart to exchange products, you True. know, with money. You know, even shipping, that gets, you know, kind of, you don't want to lose a $100 bag or, you know, a $200 pair of shoes in the mail. So this is kind of providing a central location where everybody can know that, okay, this is a safe service and we can kind of trust, you know, this young man and this group of people around him to know that, you know, they're bringing something real and legit to the table. Because in this right. industry, you know, you could really get caught up with fake stuff and, and counterfeits and, and not fun, you know, items. And, and it's not a fun experience at all. Right. So that, that's a good question. We're going to sidebar here a little bit. But you're okay. right, a storefront, a physical location, it brings a degree of authority and you know, presence. Yeah, I like to, to business, say 1,500 right? square feet of physical authority. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, uh, so for like a pair of Yeezys, right? So my son just got a pair of Yeezys. He, he got it, you know, secondhand. Right. How do you tell? Like, is there a big issue with, with uh, fakes? 
Yes, basically. because uh, right now the counterfeit market is is booming. Like I'll, I'll just be honest. Like you have to really know your stuff. It's not to where you can just glance and say, "Oh, that." Like no, you have to really know your stuff. And, and there's a reflector. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's reflectors, and there's a bunch of different ways to legit check each shoe. And that's why I didn't go into specific shoes because there's not the same way to legit check any shoe. They're all different. Mm -hmm. But in saying that. Um, if you get caught up with the wrong, you know, with the wrong buyer and their shoes or purse or whatever ends up becoming fake, then that's a huge liability on you and your company. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you make it right, these people can still go and, and yell and scream to something else. So I like to really make sure we know what we're dealing with. And even if, you know, there's a lot of counterfeit products that are hot. Like, you know, we might even have in, they, in you know, some bootleg um, Gucci shirts or vintage shirts for, you know, $10, $15 to really appease to the crowd. You know, if Dapper Dan did it in Harlem, do you know who Dapper Dan is? Okay, I, I told Jeremy to look him up. I want you to look him up, too, okay. and see what he did for the city of Harlem. Um, you're familiar with Biggie Smalls and, oh, yeah. and, and Diddy and TLC. Well, Dapper Dan was the gentleman that made... All that's the Gucci and the Fendi and the Louis affordable for all these rappers in Harlem. He had a 24-hour shop, and what Dapper Dan would do was he would go out to find these materials of Louis and Gucci, and he would make jackets and hats and shirts and all this stuff, and that's what kind of started this whole streetwear style. So what, here goes the thing about Dapper Dan. He, like, you know, all these big companies found out. Fendi came in on one of the nights. He was the only 24-hour, you know, place you could go and get clothes. You'd literally go get fresh and go straight to the party. He, um, Fendi came in and shut him down. They said, you know, this was enough and enough was enough. So all these guys ended up copying his ideas. That's where you see the Gucci sweats, um, you know, the Gucci sweaters, all those different things. Now Dapper Dan's on top of Gucci handling, you know, a lot of their operations. But in saying that, somebody who came um, from the ground up and provided affordable styles for people that eventually turned those styles into money, you know, that's, there's no reason why we can't have a couple bootleg um, shirts in here, but it's important to know that the stuff is bootleg. You have to really let people know what they're buying. Right, you know? exactly. right, right, right. So we're, we're going to um, transition into things you've learned along the way. So you, you've, you've been an entrepreneur for how many years now? 10 years, it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, about 10 years, yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> so yeah. A 10-year overnight at success, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> so, Think, thinking well, about we're, success we're, since we're the right. lemonade stand, Jeff, you Yeah, know? well, right, right. Yeah. So we're gonna get into possibly some things you've learned along the, way, along the way via entrepreneurship mistakes. Okay. Before we do that, we have to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Okay, okay? sounds good. All right. The Brain Gain is a collaborative effort, and we'd like to thank the headlining members of the coalition, including Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Moransky Companies, and the Mahoning Valley Manufacturers Coalition. Also included are Farmers Bank Group, Youngstown State University, Eastern Gateway Community College, the DeBartolo Corporation, Cortland Bank, MS Consultants, and 898 Marketing. Now, are you bootstrapping this operation, or you mentioned a, the Bergen Entrepreneurship Prize? So, is that was that a, a source of seed funding, or how's um, that? Well, yeah, I had won the Bergen Entrepreneurship Prize through YSU, and it was a twenty-four hundred dollar grant to the student that came up with the best, you know, business idea, and it was kind of to help fund that business. 
So the cool thing about me is I had already had a business, so I had just, you know, put my, you know, stuff together and I had sent it through. So that $2,400 definitely did play a, a big role into me getting the store, but ultimately I'm all out of my pocket. Like I said, it's, you know, every day it is a new day and I know when it's time to sell stuff. I know when it's time to hold stuff because, you know, when that time comes and these payments got to be made, I got to be ready. Right. But, um, and saying that I'm not funded by anybody, um, you know, I've been looking for different funding, but you know, Jeff, I'm pretty young, you know what I mean? So it's hard to get funding, um, but that's why I try to do as much as I could on my own. That when I possibly have, you know, a silent investor or, you know, some banks that maybe want to check out what we're doing, they could see that this is already what I did, you know, at the age of 19, uh, right. you know. <laughs> 10 years into it already. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully that could maybe spark, you know, some more funding. Because regardless, you know, the store is going to be really cool. But if we could make it the best that we could, that funding always helps. You know, like it helps any business. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Do you, you mentioned this solution you made in your mom's kitchen. Yes. Is this, is this a proprietary solution or was it like a vinegar composition or um, what? It was a solution that I based off of one small sneaker cleaner. And it's not, it's not a brand name, it's nothing. I took that small sneaker cleaner, I added uh, um, a couple of different features that are, let's just say, cleaning supplies. And to really, you know, focus on an all-purpose type of shoe, which is, you know, any other color. And then I have a specific solution just for white shoes. Oh, okay. You know, uh, uh, something that's specifically going to get that white back white. And, you know, I won't say all the secrets in there, but, um, right. you know, I plan on getting that solution patent down the road and even possibly selling these bottles, you know, in the store of that solution. So, you know, our customers can buy a pair of shoes and then buy our cleaner and Just possibly to even and, and to maintain. So we might see you on Shark Tank at some point? Possibly, you know, <laughs> fetching, fetching that, uh, you know, you know, that desire and having a bunch of bottles and different stuff to show to them and let them buy into right. our solution. Yeah. Right. So, all right, so you're 19, right? Yes, sir. You're 10 years in. Yeah. Uh, what have you learned along the way? Any mistakes you've made that you wish? It's like, you know. Yeah. Um, you gotta, you know, you gotta trust who you're around. You know, my mom and my dad always told me that, you know, your friends are not always your friends. You gotta really stay close and see, you know, who's around you. You know, you keep your enemies close, but you keep your friends closer. You know, if I can't know everything about you and you know everything about me, you're not the one, you know, for me um, on the friend on the friend side. Because when you're in an industry like this and where we have, you know, conversations to where I can't even let you know the physical products that are, you know, in my solution, but Dave knows, you know what right. I mean? And Dave's the one that goes to bat for me. So unless I die, that'll never come out. So right. those are the type of individuals that I need around me. And, and always there's, you know, there's some rough ones in the patch. So you really just have to be aware of your surroundings. And um, another thing I'll say, never think anything certain, you know, at any point in time, it's all gone. Right. You know, and, and still at any point in time, boom, it could all be there. If you, if you're, you know, thinking bad, God could bless you. If you're thinking good, God could let you know that you need to pray some more. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? There's, there's different um, things and attributes that, you know, I've learned that have kind of like pushed me to be where I am now. So, you know, that's why I'm as spiritual as I am. And that's why I'm as private and as close as I am 
because you know I you know with my name and my value I hold a lot of weight that can eventually you know make money in different cities you know this solution right. could make money all over the world and that's the goal you know I want a relay store from coast to coast Jeff Absolutely. if you see a McDonald's I want you to pull in and see a little relay hut too right. you know what I mean right. everywhere so starts here starts now exactly what how has YSU helped you perhaps what, what what have you learned along the way through YSU or do you have professors that are giving you support or Championing right. your cause. And yeah, well, YSU, is, I'm such a, you know, it's such a blessing to even be able to go to that school. Um, you know, totally accredited business college, and to even be, you know, on a scholarship and able to, you know, go to that university is it, just a blessing. Um, one, my favorite thing, you know, ultimately that I've learned, because right now I'm in business classes, I, I've com completed the Emerging Leaders course, the 100 hour um, course through the SBA. Um, you know, so I've experienced some of, you know, the terms and stuff, they're being reciprocated and stuff like this. But my favorite thing about the university is just the resources, man. Right. Like there's so, every time there's an email about something that you could help out with, something that you can learn. So I found out about this Bergen Entrepreneurship Prize through my email, just checking my Penguin email. And nice. I just saw it, I'm like, Oh, that seems pretty cool. $2,400, I could use that. So let me go ahead and fill this out. So just the resources that the university offers. Um, um, the teachers and the professors, they're all professionals. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I have a legal environment, a business teacher. Um, the last week he said he was going to be late to class because he was coming from the courthouse. Like these are real people in real positions. Practitioners, right. Um, and that's what I like being around. Bosses that can teach me how to be a boss and you know not an employee you yeah. know what i mean have you do you feel like there've been any barriers in your way i mean part of entrepreneurship is just jumping over them anyway but what would you recommend to other you know emerging entrepreneurs yeah. or either to tell them how to get started and then part 2 is what barriers have you seen that you'd like to kind of put out there and, yeah, and just uh, ways for, to solve those. Yeah, yeah, for entrepreneurs, I would always say like, just take advantage of every resource. Like we all have a cell phone, we all have, you know, some type of thing to search the web. You know, you can start with your public library or you could even go to, you know, just downtown Youngstown. There's so many different opportunities mm -hmm. to help you do good. And, you know, if you take advantage of that, you make your connections, you shake as many hands as possible. You never know who you might see and you never know who might remember you. And part of like, the huge part of me being where I am right now is just being myself. You know, my whole life, I didn't try to be anybody. I didn't try to, you know, impress anybody. I just was being myself and being myself kind of got me where I am. Right. Um, but as far as, you know, the barriers and stuff, there's always barriers. There's roadblocks. There's people, you know, you're going to rely on somebody to show up on time because you have a meeting, you have two meetings and you need the door to be unlocked for this person. It's not going to happen. A lot of things, you know, won't happen unless you make it happen. Mm -hmm. And making it happen, I told myself that this morning because I said, Mason, you're not in that position yet to say, okay, I'm making this stuff happen. I'm not. We have to still make this stuff happen or get these individuals in the position to make stuff happen for things to go forward. You know what I mean? And, and that's the only thing that I'll say, um, like roadblock wise, is just finding um, individuals and good willing workers and, and willing um, people that are, you know, open to learn. You know, everybody, you know, knows it all, especially when a 19 year old is trying to explain something to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, I know they're out there and we'll find some individuals and things like that. And um, another thing I'll say is never fear when, you know, you're young and somebody's telling you that you won't receive funding. Just keep grinding and save mm -hmm. up. 
and, and you know, eventually somebody will invest in you. I'll tell you what, like I've had people invest a lot of time, but as far as like money, the only, you know, grant I've received was through, you know, the Bergen real estate, uh, real estate. And I thank Patrick and his team for so much. And, and they're great friends of mine now. You know, oh, right. let's talk, you know, he's put me on to so many different people um, that could just help me. So that's a great relationship that I formed. But as far as funding, you know, um, don't get discouraged when you're young. Like, just keep grinding and, and you'll figure it out. Because right now I got a lot of people asking how, why, and when, you know. And from there, that's the good noise. You know, John Lewis said, sometimes we need to cause some good trouble. Oh, and yeah. this is my good trouble because somebody's going to listen to this podcast. Somebody's going to watch this video and say, I want to find that kid and I want to invest in what he's got going on. You know, and this right here is bigger than me. You know, when I say relay store from coast to coast to coast, I'm going to have a beautiful family and I'm going to be chilling one, one day. I'm not going to be traveling the world, you know, so it's bigger than just me, right. the person that started it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So never stop. You know, that's never stop ever, Jeff. Right. Right. <laughs> man, I feel uh, I feel like I have a I, you were inspiring me to get back to work. Here yeah, man, I mean, seriously, because we, when the camera comes off and the microphone, it's time to get back to you work. Break it down. Yeah. 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 yeah it's and it's reliance upon yourself, right? And yes. your team and yes. your support system. Yeah. What are your ambitions from a scale standpoint? Do you, it sounds like you have a good group around you right now. Yes. Is, it, is the business, are the projections such that you see hiring staff here? It's, you know, what, yes. what's your plans for what? Um, currently Friday, what I'm like doing is I have two individuals that are in training right now for restorations and customization. That's something that's like crucial. Right now, I feel like we can find anyone. Like, I don't even know your sons, but I know you. I could hire one of your sons to stand behind the register and ask people how their day is going and take some money for, you know, their, right. their transaction. Um, the big important thing for me is finding, like, the individuals that are willing to learn and to be smart enough to say, okay, this is a skill. This is, like, anybody can clean a shoe. Not anyone can restore. It's a, it's a skill set that comes, you know, it's not just using Mason's cleaner. Like, it's taping a shoe properly. It's painting a shoe. Like, Dave knows. Like, you know, I, like it's bigger than just using that cleaner. Right. So when we find individuals that are willing to learn and know that, okay, this could maybe make me some money in the future. For instance, I have an individual who's training. He's in high school right now. He'll be going to college, probably playing football somewhere because he's just an absolute stud. And he was just telling me the other day, he said, I could probably clean pairs of shoes on people on my football team when I go to college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Take right. that. And then now you go down the road, you make some money. And then if we're doing good here, then it's like, okay, well, you're, you're in Kent State. Hey, would you like to on the side out of football season run this store that we may put up here? You know what I mean? I want to prepare people to be able to make money if they would to leave us one day and go do something else. There's no hard feelings. Mason taught me how to grind. Mason right. taught me how to go get it. Right. Let's win. You know? Together, <laughs> you know right? I mean? Yeah, Together Jeff, let's win. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, then what, what challenge would you offer to say, let's talk about the business community, right? So the broader community, what challenge? You're getting it done, right? You're right. grinding, you're getting it done. Nothing's in your way. You're clear in your vision and you're executing every single day. So do you have a challenge you want to share with the audience here that listens to the Brain Gain Youngstown yeah. Leadership Podcast? Yeah, if we're here to challenge the brain, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a challenge. And I'll say it anytime that, you know, if you're watching TV, if you're on your phone and you're doing something and, and you realize that, like, okay, well, first, look at yourself in the mirror. I want you to see, you know, who you're looking at and realize, am I being the best version of myself? 
not am I being somebody else? Am I trying to do this? Look at yourself, say your name, spell your name, let, you know, because that's what your parents work for so hard for you to be and acknowledge yourself. Say, this is who I am. Every day I go in the bathroom and I say, okay, Mason Green, thank you God for waking me up. And now let's go get it. You know what I mean? Like just, I encourage everybody and I challenge them to just wake up and go get it. You know, not all of us wanna wake up early, not all, like if you think I wanna wake up three hours before school, before class, when I see people coming in in their pajamas right. like, for a 10 o'clock class, I don't. But it's like, I know where I wanna go and I know where I wanna be. So let that be more important than where you are right now. Put your goal more important in life than where you are right now. Right. Because if you focus on where you are, that's all you'll ever be. Focus on where you're going. Right. You know what I mean, Jeff? Love it. Anything else you want to share with us today? You've been generous with your time. I know you're building a big business here and you have school, you have your, your work, your life, everything. So Yeah, absolutely. We're just still, you know, under construction mode. I got the building in July, so we hope to be open by Black Friday for, you know, all of our customers to come in and get a restoration, a t-shirt, or a pair of sneakers. And if you got a watch, you know, bring it and we'll get them right. links out. You know Here we I mean? are. This is what, September 29th, 2020? Yeah, so okay. that's about, you know, exactly two months. In, or two months in a day, I believe, because the right. Black Friday is on the 28th. And I, I predict 10 years from now, you'll remember, you'll dig this podcast, you'll be on YouTube digging deep, and you'll find yourself 10 years from now and say, okay. I remember when we were just setting up this shop. Yeah, so. and, and, and we're on to it next. That'll be crazy, Jeff, Absolutely. won't it? Ugh. Well, thanks for joining us today on the podcast, and best of luck, best wishes to you, and, and let's get it, right? Yeah, hey, let's go get it, All Jeff. Right. Thank All you right. so much. Thanks. All right. Before we go, I'd like to thank members of the Brain Gain Coalition, especially our great sponsors. Without them, none of this would be possible. So a big thank you goes to Sweeney, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, the Moransky Companies, and the Mahoning Valley Manufacturers Coalition. Thanks so much for their support. And also, please follow, like, and subscribe to this series on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, just go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn, one of my favorite places. You can find me over there at Jeff Leo Herman and send me a message. I will see you next time. I'm growing up in this life and to the human that I need to be. I know that I am not alone.